1: just symptomatic it's not the issue
2: yeah I mean it's kind of like this long we don't it began with him walking next to Abram and it ends here it continues in in disgrace since then but there's one defining symptom even I think of the the thinking of the daughters when they're like oh we can't see any solution so we have to get our dad drunk and seduce that symptom the thing that we would that we see Coming up, the thing that we think is the cancer itself is what we're going to look at before we will look at the cure,
0: which is there. In today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will remind you that when no solution is in sight, we need to rely on God instead of taking matters into our own hands. The daughters of Lot couldn't see a way out of their situation, so they sinned. In our lives, we can trust that God will provide a good and perfect solution. Now, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Genesis, chapter 19, as they continue their message Sneaky Spirit of Smallness.
2: So, so now we it was just to portray that, but so now we're back with the men pleading with sex with these strangers that they don't know are angels. And Lot is trying to appease them. Oh, no, no, have my virgin daughters. That's way better in that. And even their betrothed husbands don't take him seriously. And then in verse verse 9, all the men of the city said to him, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them, meaning we'll gang rape you first. So they pressed hard against the man, Lot. And came near to break down the door.
1: You know, I think it's difficult for most of us, for all of us, to to even imagine this. You know, every man in the city is now at his door. I mean, it would have been incredibly intimidating and frightening to the to, you know to the very best of us. It would have been a humiliating experience to, to have this position of authority, but no substance behind it. Nobody, clearly nobody respects him. To be dismissed as as judgmental because he lives righteously. And don't miss the fact that according to the scriptures, he did live righteously. And to be torn between the two competing values, you know, the their their honor system this issue of hospitality and taking care of people who come within your home versus the protection of your family your daughters to be assaulted violated you know to have the whole town at your door but now in case you don't know the rest of the story the the angels pull him back inside and strike the men outside with blindness in genesis 19 11 emphasizes that both small and great, everybody, they were all struck blind because when your soul is in that condition, you're already spiritually blind. It doesn't matter how great you are in the eyes of men, you're blind and, and wretched. Genesis 19, 12, then the men, talking about the angels, then the men said to Lot, have you anyone else here? Son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, whomever you have in the city, take them out of this place for we will destroy this place because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Now, we already jumped to verse 14 and and saw that his sons-in-law, you know, just didn't take him seriously. so, So they stayed behind and his wife against the direct instructions of the angels. You know, she looks back with longing. She didn't want to leave the place. She was happy there. And so she gets judged as God rains the fire and brimstone down on Sodom and Gomorrah. Her, her disobedience, the Bible says, she turned her into a pillar of salt. And that's a different study for another day. But so is this story about Lot's daughters who got him drunk later and seduced him because they couldn't figure out how there was any hope for them. The cities had been destroyed and they wanted children and so forth and so on. But it just shows you what depths they had already sunk to within the within the culture. And it ended up bringing about the, two of the most persistent enemies of God's people in, in the history of Israel. The Amorites and the Moabites were the Descendants of Lot's daughters, but it's just symptomatic. It's not the issue.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like this long, we don't, it began with him walking next to Abram and it ends here. It continues in, in disgrace since then. But there's one defining symptom, even I think of the, the thinking of the daughters when they're like, oh, we can't see any solution, so we have to get our dad drunk we have and to seduce fix it ourselves.
1: him. Yeah.
2: That symptom, the thing that we, that we see, Coming up, the thing that we think is the cancer itself is what we're going to look at before we will look at the cure, which is there. Um, But look at this, verses 17 through 20. So it came to pass that when the angels had brought them outside, lots, and they said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Like lava is about to rain down. Run, just run. But he doesn't do it. He starts whining and arguing in this context. So Lot said to them, "'Please know, my lords, "'indeed now your servant has found favor in your sight, "'and you have increased your mercy, "'which you have shown me by saving my life, "'but I cannot escape to the mountains. "'Let some evil overtake me, and I die.'" The kid that He is being rescued from lava, and he's like, but I'm scared of the mountains. See now, this city is near enough to flee to, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. That little town was Zoar. Insignificance. Why is he so drawn to the littleness that he is begging? Don't let me go to the mountains. Something could happen to me. He's just being rescued from something supernatural. And now he's afraid of going to the mountains. But I want to go to the littleness to that little place called insignificance, that's where I feel safe. It's hard to, throughout his history, his people's history, mountains have always been where people go to meet with the Lord. These are angels of the Lord's rescuing him, supernaturally, and he is afraid to go into anything that resembles meeting with the Lord. I want to hide in smallness, in insignificance. Please let me go there. Having time to argue when it's about to rain down, what happened? How does a man who has walked with Abraham and seen God do crazy things become this way?
1: You know, it's a it's a pretty haunting question, really, Um it's easy to assume that Lot was participating in the, the sins of, of Sodom. But the Bible doesn't support that idea at all. Uh, in fact, the Bible refutes that idea. You see, the issue wasn't that Lot participated in the overt sins of Sodom. Re- remember, God himself God himself in the Bible calls Lot righteous. Listen to this, Second Peter chapter two, verse seven, it, it tells us God delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. It's it's incredible to consider. What the Bible is telling us here is that Lot was righteous. He was righteous. Lot was righteous, but he was, as Stephen Mansfield worded it, reduced, by his environment. He was spiritually diminished because of his culture. A man of destiny, a man of promise, a man of the covenant, choosing and even begging for smallness, insignificance. Eventually, Lot had so embraced this diminished mindset that he was even afraid of little Zoar, the little town that he begged to go to. Genesis 19.30 says, Then Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zoar, and he and his two daughters... Lived in a cave. His love is
2: the main thing. His love is the main thing.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages, or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, visit mainthingradio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305 305- 5312730 We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.